Welcome again to another episode of Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. My name is Travis. I'm Mama Bryn. And this is episode 14. Yeah, baby. Make sure you go over to our social media. We oh, do yeah. have a Facebook and a Twitter. You can search up Relative Reaction. I also post the links in both uh, in our description of both of those places. Or if you want to email us, email us at gmail, or I'm sorry, email us at relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. <laughs> I apologize in advance for the way my voice probably sounds right now and for all the foggy-minded things that might happen this week. <laughs> I am overcoming a head cold, so we're going to try to power through this and hope it doesn't sound too terrible at the end. Gonna hear a lot of sniffling and coughing from that mic. There is a good shot that not all of it will be edited out. I'm going to do the best I can to make this podcast work. Um, I mean, uh, like I said earlier, we are on episode 14. There are 14 stations of the cross. Yeah. So for all the northern Catholic people, yeah. Joseph Smith, for all the Mormons, had his first vision at 14. 14 is the earliest age for emancipation of minors in the U.S. 14, Too early. Yeah. What's sad is when it has to happen that way. I know. 14 is the max number of clubs in a golf bag. It's also the number of days in a fortnight and the number of pounds in a stone. Oh. It's also the number of lines in a sonnet. Huh. So 14 kind of has a couple of special things out there that are really the, the markers. Kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, how's your week been? I have been having a great week. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. I was having a great week until this head cold came. It's still been good. <laughs> it's still been a good week. Nothing bad has happened. Just desperately trying to learn how to breathe again and remember how much I liked free oxygen before this. <laughs> I've been getting to cook this week. I like to cook, so I've, I I'm definitely happy. understand that. Cooking is just, something about it is just relaxing in a way. I love Oh, it is. Then you get to see the final product of the dish out there. Yes. And I like Maybe turning I'm... on my music while I cook. I dance around the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I can't work without <laughs> music. There's no way. Like, I work in kitchens so many times. I always have some form of music going on. I just can't not. And if there's no music, I'm singing, and that usually makes other employees run away. But I try. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad that everyone here listening has joined us this week. Uh, like I said, I do apologize in advance for any coughing or sniffling or anything like that that may get added into this podcast. It's just a little bit extra. Just be happy I that swear, it is a continue through the headphones. If I get hit with any phlegm, oh, I'm That's quitting. just disgusting. I don't... <laughs> that is gross down to the core. <laughs> I don't have much more to go on than that. Honestly, this week has been pretty quiet for me with the, like I said, you know, just overcoming a simple head cold, but nothing major's happened this week. No, not too much. No big news from my end of the world anyway. Mm -mm. I'm mostly planning for... I got to travel at the beginning of the week with my honey, but that's about it. Oh, that is right. I forgot that was this week that you got mm -hmm. to go down there. That was nice. I'll be traveling this next week, so this next week I'll be traveling out to Iowa for a wedding and be coming back. Here comes the bride. So, that'll be pretty fun. It'll be my first time ever being in a wedding party, and I'm the best man. That's so, cool. It'll be a. It'll definitely be a new experience for me. Something that is not usual for me. The only other wedding party I've ever been part of, I was the groom. So that was <laughs> <laughs> only big, wedding big party difference. besides my own. I was flower girl a few times. Oh, see, nice. 
just so damn cute. Well, that you kind of fit. So even if they have like a call off, you short enough, they can, you still fit in the dress. Come on, Brennan. She's wow, short bro. enough to wear it. Do it. Go ahead and kick us off with your first story of the week. <laughs> All right. My first story is Knee Down Under. That was my Australian accent, in case That's you was wondering. To be. Down Under. Not a Bobby on the grill. <laughs> Although, speaking of Down Under, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. I watched a video today of, uh, what is his name, Robert Irwin, which is Steve Irwin's son, yes. on the late night show with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I know what video you're talking about, yeah. And he was out there with Kevin Hart and Jimmy <laughs> Fallon and Robert Irwin, and him showing off these animals was the funniest video. It was hilarious. Quite possibly some of the funniest 15 minutes of my life that I can remember of watching this video, and he is so like his father. Like a little mini Steve, I swear. Yes, the second you said that they pointed out, so he looks just like him, he acts yes. just like him, he has the same attitude, it's, it's awesome. It is great to see yes. Steve living on through his son. Definitely, and watching, definitely. I never realized how scared of animals Kevin Hart was. <laughs> that was the funniest part. It was, oh my god. Goodness, was it hilarious. I, like I said, I was laughing so hard for that 15 minutes. It was a good uh, one. Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. We You're got going to down, down under. Yeah. Okay. This is about a nine-year-old who sat for her national anthem. A nine-year-old sits during the Australian national anthem and causes quite an uproar there down under. She said she sat out of reg recognition had a little trouble with that word, of the uh, Aborigine population down there. Okay. The Aboriginal people. She was given detention in school where it happened. Her quote is, Our anthem says, Advance Australian Fair. It means advance only to the white people, and where our anthem states we are young is in disregard to the Aborigines that have been here before us. Interesting. Now, mind you, she's nine. Definitely young. Many, and I'm one of them, believe her parents are responsible for this. And her parents say she done it all on her own, and they call her brave. Well, it's, I think it's possible for her to do it on her own still. At a nine, really? Like, I'm not saying that you can't care about anybody else at nine, but you're telling me this little nine-year-old girl cares about the Aborigines in Australia so much that she's willing to get detention at school? Well, quite possibly. I mean, think of it this way. Mm -hmm. If she's nine, maybe that was her latest history lesson. Was That's on true. That could have been, right. And talking about that part of Australian history, maybe she was reading on that and she found it very interesting because everybody i think young it's when you really start finding out like certain history points that fascinate you more than others some oh, class yes. that you just greek sleep mythology through. when and i was young for some reason had me going exactly and then you find out you know that one history class you're like whoa and you're just mm -hmm. fascinated and you're overcome with this interest to know more about that specific part of history like for me it was always about like the geography and how it changed when we were talking about territories when we learned that in history class to me fascinating to learn the u.s territories and how they formed into states and where they started and how they ended and what river right. was before that to me was the most fascinating part of history i loved the geography so i could see maybe her falling in love with it there and then possibly seeing because it's so in the news right now taking a knee and taking a stand 
so to speak, or taking an E4 stand. Maybe that, you know, kind of summed up and she went, I want to do this for what I learned about, what I read about, what I, you know, what's in class. So I could see it possibly still being of her. I mean, I think her parents probably do have views because that age you are still very mal, kind of molded by your parents. Sure. And I could see maybe her parents saying, oh, yes, I disagree with <clears throat> the way we treat Aborigines or the way they're not brought up. Or maybe they went into their history, you know, like she brought home her history book and was like, oh, look what I read about. It's really cool. And they maybe, hey, this not fully true. Here's the real facts. So I think it may have been aided just in the knowledge part. But I don't know if her parents necessarily said, hey, next time the anthem plays at school, take a knee. I guess I have an issue with this because on a personal level, you can tell from this story how I feel about the whole knee-taking thing. I'm already against that. I just think there are other ways to go about bringing up or shining light on the issue you wish to shine on, but that ain't the way to me. And I don't believe this is the way for even this little girl to bring light to the Aborigines. So do you think it's right for her to go to detention for it? Because I don't think that's right, personally. I don't care what your view is on it, per se, but I don't think well, it's right that she should get punished for something that wasn't, like, violent or dis... Like, she didn't disobey some... You know what I mean? It wasn't, like... In While I find it disrespectful, I don't think she should have gotten detention for it. I don't... I, I Like I said, I'm anti when it comes to the whole knee thing. I don't even watch football no more. Not that I watched it too much, but I did watch it. And I won't now. But I don't believe she should have gotten detention because, like you said, it's not a violent protest. She's not. That's why I said she's not doing anything to disrupt. No, the she's not. School. No, she's not I agree. The school in any way, shape, or form by mm -mm. taking a knee. She was merely sitting when you're supposed to stand for the pledge. And I, I get that part, but I still am against sitting for your pledge. Because I will tell you this. I had kids sit in my class back when I was in elementary school and at, at the age of nine-ish that sat down when, you know, we did the Pledge of Allegiance because back then that's how we still started school. I was from the South, so we didn't – we kept that in schools up until very recently, and I think some even still do. Start the day with the Pledge of Allegiance, and there were some kids that sat, and it was before it was a whole way to protest, so it wasn't meant as a protest then either. It was simply a – they were lazy or they thought they were cool or, you know, they didn't want to – you know, any nine-year-old reasoning that you could possibly think of at the time. And, I mean, the teacher would have occasionally be like, hey, you know, please stand up or whatever. But it was never a, you're going to detention because it wasn't a disrupted, they didn't disrupt the classroom by it. Now, if they sat down and they were making jokes <clears throat> or they were trying to be a class clown during it, those kids I saw get in trouble. But it was never over the fact of sitting. I just find it extremely disrespectful not to stand when your national anthem is being played. Now, I do want to go on record as saying that I do find it disrespectful as well. I don't want to make it sound like I don't think there's any disrespect to it. Because I do. As someone that grew up as a military brat and has many, many military friends and worked alongside a civilian for several years, there's, it is, you know, it does hurt. And I don't like it. And I will always mm -mm. stand at attention. And I just, that's me. However, as disrespectful as I find, I find a lot of things disrespectful, and I'm not going to go in head No, hunt. but I don't think, even if I believe she didn't deserve detention, I see nothing wrong with the teacher talking with her about it. I think that's good. And honestly, I think if she truly did it herself, 
That's mm-hmm. what she wants as a teacher to talk to her about. Hey, why? Why are you sitting? And then finding out why. Maybe that's. I think that's a good thing. People talking about it because that brings the whole attention to light. Like whether you like it or not about the whole Colin Kaepernick starting, you know, the kneel and you know it kind of spread across. Whether you like it or not, find it disrespectful or not, I don't care what side you're on. That's not my point here. My point to it is it did get people talking about it. It did, but I, I, like I, I said, I'm not trying to make yes. it sound like it is now respectable and it's no, awesome. They but I did, do want to make the thing that, hey, the point got across and it did work. It did get people talking about it, good, bad, or different, whatever way you want to look at it. It got people talking, but I just feel there were other ways to get your point across without being disrespectful. I remember we were on some base. I don't even remember where we were, what base it was. But, you know, 5 o'clock when they play? Yes, retreat. Retreat. And you stand. If you're outside, you take your hat off, you stand, you face whichever way the flag is. And it had to be Germany because I was at the store. I was inside my uh, thrift store. And I noticed a kid at the playground. I was right in front of the playground. And I noticed a kid at the playground who was still riding his skateboard around, even though it was playing. I found that to be so disrespectful that after it was done, I had to go out and, and talk to him. I, I had to find out why he would do something like that. Yes. Now, he obviously... I feel bad, but uh, all it was is he had headphones in and didn't hear it. He had his music on. I couldn't see the headphones from where I was, so that was all my bad. I don't want to put place anything on this young... He was a young teenager, I would guess. Yeah, when you say playground, you're not talking about, like, young kids. Yeah, Why that's what I said. Old? He had uh, little headbuds in. I didn't see him, and <clears throat> but he was polite. He wasn't ignorant or anything when I called him on it. Well, I will tell you, like, for those of you that aren't familiar with, like, a military situation, most military bases play something three times a day. You have revelry in the morning, which is not your full anthem. It's just the revelry call that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Retreat, which sounds very similar to revelry, but then it's followed by the anthems. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in a different country, you play the host country anthem, and then you're then the American anthem if you're on base. In the States, here we just play the American anthem. And then usually at around 2100, so 9 p.m., you play TAPS. Right. Just as a respect for the fall and throughout the night, because it's now night and it is hit dusk. So just so if you're not familiar with that, that's how military culture kind of works. And during those times, you typically, you know, remove your hat. You'll stand still if you're outside or stand up. If you're in a car, most people stop down. If it's revelry or retreat, you stop your car for the second door of the anthem and whatnot. So... I just, I have issues with the way she went about it. And I have issues with her parents calling her brave. She may be brave if she wants to stand up for the Aborigines. That's awesome. Then she is a brave girl. But the way she went about it... I don't think it makes her less brave. I See, I don't like the nine. way she she's did it. She's do with what she's seen in the news. She's nine. I, I, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I, I just don't like it. If I was her parent and she did this, I wouldn't try to deter her away or deter her away from her her feeling on the Aborigines, but I would sit down and tell her exactly why she should stand for that national anthem. And I agree with that. However, how else do you expect her to do this at nine years old? 
Like, what way do you think? In her I mind, just, mind that you, she you see it. kids bringing attention to different things in many different ways. I mean, these children are out there. That one uh, little girl or young girl, I'm sorry, she knew how to uh, crochet, crochet or crochet. knit. Anyway, she knitted blankets for the homeless. She had a thing for the homeless. She knitted blankets for the homeless. She got others to help her and knit blankets for the homeless. People were donating yarn to her to knit more for the homeless. There's things like that. If yeah. it, You know what I mean? If you have a cause and you feel it, even if you're nine, I, there's nothing wrong with saying something or doing something about it, but I don't feel this is the way. I mean, like I said, I it's hard for me to say whether I agree or disagree with you on the statement because mm-hmm. I agree with the fact that I personally find disrespect to it. However, I disagree with the fact that I don't think it's necessarily wrong. I think it's your right to do it, to kneel or to stand or to do whatever you want. Just because I find it disrespectful, and I would never do that in a million years. I don't think it's it's also and your that's right to one do whatever. of the great things about our country and our flag and what it stands for is that we can do something like that but i think out of pure respect for all the men and women who fought for that flag or all the people who have lived under that flag before us i feel it's disrespectful to each and every one of them i just do i know that there are countries that you don't have the freedom to you know, sit out or take a knee or... There are definitely places out there There are. And I'm happy to say I don't live in one of those. I'm happy to say I'm an American. And I know that we're not great. We're not perfect by any stretch. There's a lot of things we got to work on in this country. I just find there's got to be other ways to get your... To have the light shine on the issue you want shown on other than disrespecting the flag. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I find disrespect for the people, but I don't think it's disrespecting the flag. Like, if you were to burn it, that's what I have a problem with. If you put it I on definitely the have issues with it, that. Like, when that was going around with people stepping on the flag, that, I felt, was truly disrespectful. and in Or not distaste. lighting the flag when you're supposed to in the evening. I have a problem with people just, in general, disrespecting the flag. I just do. I, I mean, I agree with that. Like I said, obviously, I, I feel very strongly for our flag. And I don't think it should ever be disrespected by in any way. Uh, I mean, I know way too many people that have fought for that flag and too many people that, you know, have found a better life under that flag. Right. That's what so, I'm talking about. But I just, I don't know. I think part of it is... If my grandfather's parents didn't believe in that flag and come over here from Italy, then I wouldn't be. But they believed in the American flag and the American dream and they came over here and... It it's just stands for way too much to me. I definitely see where it is a personal thing. I think everybody should have a personal thing to the flag and have a personal attachment in some way. I, I really do because I think that would help a lot too if everybody took a personal attachment to that flag for just as a token to represent something bigger than that fabric, so to speak. But that's that's where y'all I, have to let us I, know. I, what you, yeah, you you'll think. have to let us know what you think. Because there's definitely some differing opinions. Oh, I'm, I don't want to make is. it sound that I'm not against disrespecting the flag. Because I I want to make that clear that I'm really not. And I know I've repeated that a couple times because it just it means so much. I never mm-hmm. want to make sure that no one misunderstands or interprets it anything else than that. 
I just think that as long as I'd rather protest like this than violent protests. And I feel like if that's the way you're going to get a point across, I don't find it as disrespectful as many other ways of causing violence and mayhem and stepping on that flag and burning the flag. You know, if that's that's how you want to do it, taking a knee because I feel like there is an issue greater you know what this national anthem speaks about i feel like there's an issue greater than that i have i don't have as big of an issue with that if that makes sense gotcha i'm okay with you making your point if mm-hmm. that makes sense i guess no, it's kind, I gotcha. of the, yeah. kind of the overall theme of that like if that's how you want to make it that's not how i would make it but you know to each their own type thing understood well over to my first story is going to be All a right. way way different track than that <laughs> Um, I mean, we are sticking outside of the U.S. for this first story. No. Instead of our home country, we're going to go Where over to going? Steyr, Austria, which is in the northern Ooh. Austrian county. Australia. Austria. Exactly. I love it. Well, firefighters were called after a corpse was spotted floating in the water. So Ew. someone called in to the cops, reported, you know, hey, I think there might be something floating here. You know, it's suspicious. Oh, the yeah. The cops came, noticed it, thinks it's a corpse. So they called the fire rescue out. Uh, they were dispatched. Eight of them came out uh, along with a barge and a rescue vehicle. To help oh, sure. Out. Yeah. Well, the fish saw was kind of like floating under a bridge, so it was very hard to visibly see, which is one of the reasons why police called immediately fire rescue to get a barge out of the snake actually exactly. go out to the body. Uh, after their arrival, though, after the firefighters' arrival, they gave the all clear rather quickly because it turned out that it wasn't a corpse. That was spotted floating. Okay. It was a partially inflated sex doll. Oops. Exactly. So, so she wanted to bathe off some of that stuff. I don't blame her. <laughs> she was you partially, know. which they had a picture because I love the fact that sex dolls a dirty job. They did remove it still to prevent any, uh, yeah, any more calls. And they even took photos for posterity, <laughs> which the photos they took were great. Like there's this guy just sitting with the thumbs up with it and. The way the sex doll looks was just creepy. I could see why someone threw it away. If I got that, I'd be like, that's not, no, that's not helping me at all. One question. Did any of them give it mouth to mouth? Possibly. <laughs> or anything to mouth. I'm anything just asking. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what's bad is I was reading, because seeing this article, they brought up a couple others. This isn't the first instance of sex doll mistakes. It's just the latest. <laughs> I want to say it was in 2016 or 17. One of the a, a more recent year, not like a long time, like fairly recent. There was actually two stories throughout the year of saw a mistake in a sex doll for something. Like one was uh, they saw a woman standing in a window for a long time. They <laughs> noticed no movements. So they thought something's wrong, so they called like a welfare check or whatever it is. Yeah. And the cops wanted to see it was a sex doll in the window, just waving hi to the people. One she was, was probably another, pounded on the window. Help me. One, I think, was actually another river instance. You know, when they saw something flowing, they thought it was a corpse. There's got to be a better be a way doll. of getting rid of your sex dolls. All I'm saying. Yes. So I just thought it was funny because it's not even the first. Here's what kills me. And I don't know how much this is going to say. And I don't. I, I have not bought one. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I've never bought a sex doll. Nor have I ever had the intention to buy a sex doll. Don't know me either. One of the biggest reasons is, have you seen the price of sex dolls? No. Can't they say as I have. expensive items. And how do you know this? Like I said. <laughs> what exactly <laughs> were you in the market for? 
like I said, <laughs> I just want to put it out there, that they are rather expensive <laughs> items to just toss over to the side of the river. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you could, I don't know if you want to sell it, if you want, I don't know if anybody wants to buy a secondhand sex doll, but. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, no, <laughs> no. Like, no. I just don't understand the, the throat, like, they're expensive items. Oh, God, that, no, I'm going to need a shower. Like, there's some out there in, I think it's Japan, probably Japan. No <laughs> yes, Japanese, everything but... happens in Japan. <laughs> I think there was, I wish I could remember, this is a story that I remember one of my buddies showing me like two years ago now, and I can't remember all the facts to it, but it's because he had found the article by flipping through news, you know, just saw it and started laughing and shared it with me, because they were advertising this new sex doll being made in Japan that you could, like, customize the doll to make it look like who oh, you, you could like to. order the the yeah, measurements like, and such. Oh, you want red hair, glasses, oh and freckles. Gosh. Okay, cool. You want it to be you know about this big. Do you want it you know chubby or do you want it really thin? Do you want it average? What kind of color skin? <laughs> uh, like all of these, anything you could possibly think of in the human body, they would you know you could change and, and special order. And it was supposed to be you know really high tech and supposed to be just like a person. And it was like more expensive than a car to buy the sex doll. So I guess I'm not getting a Sam Elliott in the mail. That's what you're saying. I mean, unless you start picking up a lottery. <laughs> It'll be cheaper to get the real one is what you're saying? You could, you probably have a better shot of just asking him, like, hey, you want to hang out for a night, man? <laughs> That's but I just weird. thought that was pretty That's funny. That's weird. Uh, okay, I'll, okay. Before we click over into the next half of the podcast, <laughs> we're going to go hang out over at the Packaged Cots. Thoughts yes, corner of yes, this yes, podcast. Yes, yes. If I can speak, we pick something out of a package, try it live here on air for the very first time because we're fat and we want to give our opinions because, well, it's fun. And so, snacking is better than sex dolls. It's cheaper. Okay, that's true. I, I, I don't want to necessarily <laughs> say better. I have not been able to fairly try. <laughs> if anybody ever wants me to partake. do a special part, no offense, I'm not doing it with you. <laughs> If anybody ever wants me to do a special podcast just on myself and wants to send me a free sex doll. <laughs> Please don't. Wait till you move. I don't even want that in my mail. <laughs> in my mail. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We are so. <laughs> I don't like the direction this turned at all. For Please our tell us what the hell snap. we're eating for package thoughts. And if you tell me a woman or anybody's name. Her name is Combos. I like snack. her name. <laughs> She's snacking. Okay. Uh, this is seven layer dip baked tortilla combos. That is one hell of a long name. Yeah, it's it's a little far to go, sure. But they look delicious from the package. And I know I like seven layer dip. Yeah. So, and I love combos. You know, I love I've combos. I love combos. I don't think there's ever been a combo flavor out there I don't like. The only one I haven't even tried is the blue cheese one. Oh, I tried that one. Good. That's the only flavor out there I think that I haven't tried. That's only because I can't have blue cheese. <laughs> I know that there are seven varieties of combos right now. Now, they've had others that have been retired or more that will be coming out, but there oh, are yeah, seven. Oh, yeah, the right. stuff like that. You're right. Here we are. They smell good. They no, smell like a smell. taco. There's no, shot of, there's no reason for me to even try. Yeah, <laughs> but they smelled like a taco. I like it, but I like combos. If you're not a big combo fan, 
this is not going to impress you in any way. Yeah, for the lack of taste that I have currently, <laughs> um, I don't taste much like special coming out mm -mm. of it. If that makes sense, like I enjoyed it, and I will would definitely gladly eat a bag. Yeah, I think they tasted really good, but they didn't have that wow factor. Like a couple of weeks, we've had things that yes, that honestly, have just been us, that we ate. And we were like, whoa, this is like you that have cake to go we get had, this man. Those right little now. bites, it was amazing. <laughs> yes. Exactly, you know, something about that that wowed us. I don't have that with this. I just have it as, I'll that stick was good. With that was my, a good snack. Yeah, I'll stick with my uh, cheese and pretzel ones. Those that are is still the my best favorite. one. I love the pretzel and cheese. I mean, these pretzel aren't, like, bad. Is my favorite. Yeah, Although, my wife has been having these, I think it's Pizza One. They're good. That is really good recently. Yes. It's, like, their newest version of their Pizza One or something. It has, like, a spice with it or something. I don't know, They're but very it's very good. good. But no, I like these. Yeah, I that's why I said I like these and we'll finish the bag, I'm sure. But if I go out and get more combos, chances are I'm getting my cheese and pretzels. Yeah, I would probably go back to my normal. Because like I said, they're good, but they're just there's nothing wowing about them. I wasn't like, whoa. No. They're just, oh, those are good combos. Combos have been around since the 1970s. Okay. They're made by the Mars Corporation. I didn't realize Mars actually was their parent company. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. They are actually featured in a 2000 song by the band Morphine, whom I met, never heard of. I've heard of the name before. I would like to look up the song and just see how it is. Huh. There was also like a uh, character on Breaking Bad named after Combos. They call really? him Combo. Yeah. That is amazing. Because he ate them all the time. I've never watched Breaking Bad yet. I feel like I'm missing something in the world that I have not sat down and watched <laughs> through Breaking Bad. And I want to. Because I've heard nothing but great things. I just feel like I'm I'm not a true person in this world because everybody's seen Breaking <laughs> Bad, and I haven't. It's the official snack of NASCAR, and the serving size is only nine pieces. Nine I just want y'all to know, hell? I probably, yeah, I nine. more than that in one mouthful. Yeah, that's just, yeah. I go more than nine, I'm just saying. Oh, hell yeah, with combos, nine bags we talking, mm -hmm. like... I love me combos. Yes. Okay, that wasn't bad, though. No, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't, it was just like I said, it wasn't special, but yeah. it was good. If you don't like combos, don't get them. No, go with the flavor that you're going to yeah. make if you don't usually get combos. Okay. Are we ready for me second story? I think we are. All righty, then. Okay, my second story is hide and no seek. How does revealing uncontacted tribes help them if it does okay it's a very interesting subject because i've always wondered like yes. is it more good than i've bad? always been very interested in it, it? and i've always wondered how before reading so this article why contact them if they don't want contacted you know what i mean i'm yeah. always like so then leave them alone they don't want outside contact leave them alone but after reading this article, I can see why they contact some of them. It's fascinating still to me just on the solid base of the fact that there's people out there that haven't had contact with the modern world. Right. Like, not that, oh, their country isn't as advanced or, oh, there's mm -hmm. not so many things as readily available. Like, have straight up had zero contact with the, with the outside world. That fascinates world. me. Literally. We've been to the moon onto a different space right. object. And there's people on our own Earth that have never, never seen, seen others. That's weird. Yeah. That's just crazy. That it's we can... awesome to me. It it's, really it is. It is. It's just very, very fascinating. 
Down in Brazil, they have a decision to release videos of these isolated tribes. And that's got people asking, okay, I get it, but does this ever help those tribes? Why, it, like myself, before reading this article, I was like, if they want to be left alone, leave them. Okay, but Brazil says, yes, it does help them. And they find these tribes so they can help save them. Okay. And, uh, and they're rainforest because these tribes have, what would you call it? Have acquired, have, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. A particular patch of rainforest. So that's like their land. You know, they don't, like, own it by deed, but it's theirs. Yeah, they've cultivated it. They're exactly. the ones that have advanced it to where it is. So they feel it's theirs. Okay, now these tribes, they want no outside contact, the ones that they're filming and all. They want absolutely no, no contact whatsoever. But the government says they're going to do it anyway because they feel it's the only way to protect them from rogue loggers and ranchers who have wiped out entire Amazon tribes. Wow. Just to take over their areas of logs and such. That's crazy. That's they have shame. literally wiped out that's, tribes. That's murder. Yeah, they could care less. They really could. They all they care about is the the whatever it is down there. It's not a dollar. I'm not sure what it is in Brazil. I just can't believe. Like to me, I just couldn't fathom doing that to someone, no matter what was at stake. Like I just couldn't willingly. I, I don't know. That's just, huh? The these the uh, ranchers and the loggers who are doing this say that the government is uh, has these dubious claims and saying. They're just saying that tribes are there so that people won't uh, log the rainforest. Okay. They're anti, you know, logging yeah, the rainforest. That's the way to go green. And yeah, they're not. Make up stories, There's not really a tribe that. there, so they're getting video of it now, and they're saying, "Yeah, but there is," and they want to stop them from developing the rainforest and from doing this. There is actually a place. And the Brazilian government, there is one man left of this tribe. There was 180, I want to say, of wow. this particular tribe. Those ranchers and loggers came in and thought they killed the entire village. One guy who I don't know why he didn't get killed. I'm not sure if he was, you know, like out hunting or whatever the case may be. But the point is, he didn't get killed. He is the only man left of that tribe he knows no other way of living could you imagine so, that guy yes that's what i'm saying nobody speaks his language so what the brazilian government has done instead of making him like leave or be killed by the loggers or ranchers to protect his life he has actual armed guards stationed around his area of the rainforest even though he's the only one left he still lives there by himself and they just guard him so that none of these rogue Nobody ranchers or loggers can come up and kill him that's just such a lonely existence wouldn't it be point. like the, you know that the second you die that tribe is gone 
Nobody else in the entire world speaks his language. How many billions of people are out there? And he is the only one. He is one of that tribe that's left. That's it. They can't, obviously, you can't have any more tribe members. They won't be authentic, so to speak. They won't be, you know, purebred. They, uh, at first, tried to get him to, like, join another tribe that was further down the river. Yeah, try to at least give him community. Yes, people. But they don't speak his language. He don't speak their language. They had a language all their own. Yeah. So at least Brazil is doing this, and to that I say kudos. Wow, that's just, that is crazy. Like I said, to me, that just fascinates me down to the whole point of just, I can't imagine there being, you know, just yeah untouched people. Yes. Exactly. Let alone one person that speaks that language in the entire world. There are so many places There's in this so world mind to fathom. that amaze me because they've never been touched by humans. Like places in the rainforest, places in the ocean have never been touched by humans. Nope. Ever. And that's crazy. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Simply amazing. That is, that's just, like I said, That was mind, very interesting to me because that's always that. interested so me. insane to think about. Yeah. Yes. I was, a, I was probably, that was so interesting. I like that. That was a really I, I good really story. Did. That was Thank you. extremely Thank you. intriguing to listen to. On to my next one. Mm-hmm. Dingleberries. Oh, okay. Sure. I, I kind of kept with a uh, theme here for my first two stories. You sure did. Yeah. This, Not a good one. Michael Dwayne Johnson, which I wanted to put his full name in there because I thought you would enjoy that. I do, because now you got me thinking of The Rock Stingleberries. Thank you. I, uh-huh. Not even, <laughs> not even The Rock can make Dingleberries be good. Well, he allegedly found a new way to pick produce. Oh, God. The Virginia man was arrested after dropping trow in a local oh, giant Lord food store mercy. and rubbing several pieces of produce on his bare ass. A witness stated they saw him pick I don't up want an apple anymore. <laughs> well, you're definitely not because a witness stated that they saw him picking up fruit from the shelf, rubbing it on his backside, and putting them back onto a pallet. Oh, oh yeah. I'm good. Police were called, and even after apprehension, there was no clear motive. He never stated that what his, what his motive was. No one could ever pinpoint what the hell he was trying to do. Yeah, were was some kind of illegal substance involved, perhaps? Nothing has been released. I can only imagine, <laughs> but nothing you know, has been released stating that. When you're in a store and you just drop, drop your drawers and, you know, and rub fruit on your ass, I'm thinking maybe you're on something. I would damn sure think so. Uh, you know, it's just, I'm questioning it, that's all. I don't think that's normal to go out to the local giant and be like, hey, hey I... <laughs> I know a way to pick out this banana. Let's see which one fits up there the best. Would That's you like an apple, ma'am? <laughs> I just cleaned it with my ass. And unfortunately, this is a very costly incident for Giant because oh, they yeah. destroyed several pallets of produce for fear of contamination. Mm-hmm. Because, especially E. coli, more specifically, because that is easily transferred via human feces. So, and now, mind you, because this is so unique, there was nothing like no law making them destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like 
specific, but they chose that they would rather take a hit on oh yes their cost than possibly you know infecting somebody sick with E. coli. Yeah. I have no idea what this guy's on. Obviously, no. he's not fucking normal. No, I think that is safe to say. So there were several pallets of fruit that literally had to be destroyed, which really kind of sucks. That so does. I mean, on on the bright side, there is no fear of E. coli. Just he should be made to pay for that being. fruit. Seriously. And I'm wondering on a if serious once, note. once the case goes, progresses, like mm-hmm. this just happens, so they just up, you know, right. they, he's just detained right now and in jail, you know, trying to await whatever poor, poor judge gets stuck with this as their <laughs> trial. Hopefully he's using toilet paper And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, the prosecutor, I'm presuming they would put that as, you know, on their fines. It's just weird. I, I have nothing more to it than this. I just it's think weird. he should be fined the cost of having to throw away that fruit. Yeah, but what else do you do? Do you do anything else? Do you just find what, him? I, I don't know. I mean, you indecent could get him, exposure. I guess, for like indecent. That's exactly what I was going to say. For indecent exposure, you can't just you know whip your willy out all willy nilly around the bananas. You're not allowed. <laughs> it's just so. I wonder if this like. Could this be like a weird fetish? I, I want to talk to this witness. Was he hard? <laughs> like, <sighs> what makes you, on any drug in this world, decide, damn, that pair look good. Let me rub it on my backside, but first, mm-hmm. let me undress. Right here in the middle of the store. That is just scary <laughs> and frightening, and I just don't get it. I don't never have nothing like that happen to me at the grocery store. Shoot. I must go to the wrong store. Well, sadly, isn't Giant a sister company to Giant Eagle, which is where you do shop? <laughs> I do. But I don't know separate? if it is. I, don't know if I really have no idea. Sister companies. They might be. Well, shoot. Now, I expect more out of you, Giant Eagle. This is crazy. People trying to one-up Walmart here. That's a good point. <laughs> that, that, that was a good story. I, I, that was uh, a Virginia man in a giant food store not a florida man in a walmart that is really throwing <laughs> off a lot of things see that's what you get for stereotyping okay it's not a stereotype <laughs> when you can literally google florida man and the amount of things that will come up after that oh that's my goodness something else sorry i missed that story i'll tell you that <laughs> i never had that on my shopping list either so maybe if I had it on my shopping list or something, I don't know. Oh, hell of a story. Cause ain't no one gonna believe you. I know it. <laughs> You'll never believe what I saw at the store. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. That's why you're late. <laughs> you could have just lied and said traffic. <laughs> All right. We know what that means. Last clip. Okay, for my last clip, I got a bridezilla story. I figure with you going to a wedding soon and all, kind of appropriate. (laughs) Raging brides seem to be a common thing as of late. I mean, we have shows about it. There's just, it's, you know, it's kind of more in the forefront. Some ladies get a little overzealous, we'll say. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen Say Yes to the Dress? (laughs) Yes, exactly. The latest bride here, she wanted to be married in Thailand and guests would have to pay $3,000 each to attend her wedding. Is this about the bitch that cancels her wedding because her husband suggested something cheaper? No. 
Hey, oh, okay, because that was a story I was Yeah, doing. that was another one. <laughs> and I can't even, I think I might have even brought that up on the podcast. I can't you remember may if I have, did or not. I think so. Oh, I don't know. I, it's not the week for me to try to think of the last... This lady, I, she sent out 150, uh, you know, save the date thingies and all, and only nine people RSVP'd. Wow. Because it was $3,000. Who has an extra three grand? Those are nine very, very, very. Nice people. They had to be like mom, dad, grandma, pap. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that because if it was my kid, I'd be like, you're dumb. <laughs> I'm thinking that had to be best man, maid of honor. Yeah, your really. Your groomsman, your bridesmaid, and the person marrying you. Well, she went on just a little rampage, and she ran it and raved on Facebook and on Twitter about it. Not Twitter, on Reddit, all about, the, you oh know, how goodness. disappointed she was. So, she switched her location to Hawaii, which would only be $2,000 to attend. How nice. Yeah, wasn't that sweet That's of really her? Thing of she just thinking of others. And, I mean, I understand so that thoughtful. your big wedding heart. day big isn't heart. the day to think of others. I, I get that, and I've actually I've told several people that I know getting married. No, don't make it about other people. It's it's your day, but you can't be mad. And yeah, when you make something that expensive, that people don't show up. Exactly. So, after she switched to Hawaii and told everybody. Only seven people RSVP'd now instead of that nine. Oh, not like seven more. Like no, it two went dropped. Down two, two. Yes. Like, you know what? <laughs> two were like this bitch shit. crazy. <laughs> so she like just went off on Reddit. I mean, she said her family and friends were cheap, and if they didn't attend her big day, she would delete them all, not only from her Facebook but from her life. Oh, my goodness. And then she went on to say, and don't even get me talking about my bridal registries. The only thing that's, le uh, that's left is the expensive stuff. All you all bought me was the cheap stuff. What, the things that are probably only $300? Yeah, really. Because I'm guessing her cheap shit's like those KitchenAid stand-up mixers. Yeah, right. That would be her cheap stuff. Her expensive ones, probably, you know, those $5,000 dining sets. And I just, the poor guy that... Yeah, that's going. How has mm, he not mm, said something? I it, I don't know. He I mean, maybe it's obviously. I don't know. I'm blessed. Since he is so strong-willed and strong-mouthed, something tells me he's a timid little meek man, who's like, maybe. yes, honey, no, honey. Like you I bet, said, honey. Maybe I'm. I just can't think of it that way because I'm spoiled, and my wife is quite the opposite. Of a bridezilla, like she, there was, she it was is. hard to make her make decisions. Make decisions. Yes, it was. As your mother, yes, it was. <laughs> so, like, maybe it's just weird to me to think, like, why would you even stay with that and not say something? Because I had just the polar opposite. Our wedding was very down to earth. We didn't really it was care a about beautiful a beautiful outdoor wedding. There were very few things that were specific to our wedding mm -hmm. that we made. Animal like, friendly. Yeah, there were very few things we added to the list that were like, no, this has to be here. It's our day. This will be right. part of it. Most of it was pretty much, hey, come well, as you yeah. are. Most of it was food. we would ask and they would say, oh, I don't care, I guess. Oh, That's how most of it became. <laughs> well, both me and my wife are from all over the place. Right. So this wedding, we had amazing friends that came from literally all over. Right. They to come sure out did. with us and we just made it or what we wanted was it to be more of a hangout and a chance for everyone to get back together because certain 
friends of ours were also friends, but hadn't seen each other in a couple years because, exactly. again, they were spread out all over, me being a military vet, her having moved a lot. Mm-hmm. So we just got a chance to bring it together. We all got to hang out with them. Some people got to catch up with themselves. And we got to introduce, like, our friends groups because we're so similar. We'd be like, oh, things that we would say, like, oh, I, my one friend would love your one friend. Like, I wish they would meet. They would get along so well. You know, they had the same sense of fill in the blank. Right. So that was, like, our style. <coughs> had nothing to do with fancy and expensive and... <laughs> And I thoroughly enjoyed myself, so. That was our whole goal, though. Like, our whole purpose was we just want everybody to have fun and hang out. We didn't put a time limit on anything. We didn't. The the thing that got me most about this Bridezilla wasn't even Thailand or Hawaii. That's enough well, right there. there are weddings abroad. Like, yeah, there I'll are. Give you that. Or people, people like. weird and. Not yes. weird. I don't want to make it sound no, like that's wrong. But not weird. Way richer than I. Not even richer. Do... People have, like, a place in mind. And that's, like, some people want a beach wedding. They That's just what they want. Yeah, they've always dreamed of it being They've always dreamed of it, or, right. Because I have so, friends in Missouri that went up to Colorado and got married because they'd always wanted, like, they I guess they went on a trip there one time, mm-hmm. but they always wanted to be married up on the mountain. So they got, yeah, like, see, a small I could group, see and they did, that. like, their ceremony itself up on a mountain. That was, right. like, their big thing. And I could see that. That does. That's not what I have the issue with at all. The issue I have is her stating that only the cheap stuff is bought on her registry list. I'd be like, I would go and and literally retract my gift. Would I really would. Make you want to? Yes. That is so beyond ignorant to me. Yes, that's just rude. It's beyond rude. How do you say that to your family and friends? They spent money This is on what you. you got me. And then talking about if you don't make it here, you're going to be deleted yes. out of my life. People have lives. Exactly. Not everybody can afford to draw two grand. I can tell you this. And even if they can afford to drop the two grand, maybe they can't get time off of work. Maybe, you know, just, just so many my variables. Best in the entire world could be getting married. If they said, hey, it's going to cost $2,500. I'm going to have to say, I am so sorry. I will get you a gift and a card, and I hope we can meet up, and I want to you yes. know, I want to be part of this in some way, but I can't be there. Exactly. I physically could not do that. It's not because I am mad. It's not because I'm hateful. It's because I can't afford that. For instance, the wedding that I'm going to be a best man in this next, or in about a weekish. the reason why I'm the best man, I was a groomsman when he initially asked me, is because his best man is active duty military and cannot get leave. You see what I mean? You don't see any heart feelings. He's not mad. He didn't no. tell me when he asked me, hey, would you mind stepping up and, you know, filling this up? He didn't tell me in a way like, oh, because this dude is, you know, apparently I'm not good enough. I'm not important enough. Yeah, people can't me, drop yeah, their life for your He kind of got fucked. It sucks. Exactly. He couldn't get leave. Like, there's no hard feelings. And he's still going to be part of it as much as he can be, you know, mm-hmm. calling it all. But like, it's it happens. Life happens. Well, it, me and your dad had one of those big Catholic weddings, you know, big church, beautiful church, actually, gorgeous, but uh, had the big fire hall reception, and we got a lot of gifts, you know, it was like 300 people, I think, it was a big wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah, it really was. I thought mine was big with all, what was it, 70? Yours was not big, honey. Oh, goodness, no. Okay, well, both me and my wife don't <laughs> like being the center of attention or a lot of people, so. Yeah, that's really Difficult when you're the groom and bride. Yeah. Okay. 70, but, 80, 90 people? 
plenty big for us. We were like, damn. The next day I was going to, people were coming over to uh, mine and your father's apartment and we were going to open up the presents. Okay, yeah. It was very nice. We had a, a lovely crowd turn out. Our... we did, but backwards. Because right. Because we did it, like, what was it, the two days before. Right. Because people were leaving after, and, yes. Being, again, everybody was so out of state and out of country and just out of it. Exactly. We did it right before because more people were there before than after. And then after the weekend, we were gone for two Exactly. And a half weeks. But so we're opening presents. We had a nice crowd. We had uh, food that was left over. And everybody was having a great time. We're opening presents. I got many beautiful things, you know. And I'll never forget. I won't mention any names because that wouldn't be right. But one family member had got me a gift, myself and Larry, for our wedding. And it was a box of, uh, like, Tupperware. You know, like a box of uh, containers. Which was awesome. If you've ever lived in a household your own, you know how invaluable those things are. Especially because, like, unlike me and my wife, we each had our own place. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't need, that was the one thing we didn't need was kitchenware. And that was right. even, like even our registries, there was very few kitchen things because we both were cooks. We both liked to cook. We both had our own houses. You and my father were moving together, like had you know just started together. Like you didn't have two houses coming and making like no. oh you might have had something weird that he did and vice versa. Like, right. Y'all literally needed. You did not have it was awesome. Tupperware. Yeah. No, cooking. we were like I was truly. That that's, cool. that's expensive stuff too. It's good. It is. I was truly happy about getting it. I'll be perfectly honest. And I opened it and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Thank you. And her husband was there also. And her husband said, really, with the money I gave you, that's the only thing, that's the cheap thing you got them? In front of everybody. Loud enough for everybody to hear. And I felt so bad for her. Because I truly liked a gift. I'm not saying it just to be nice or just yeah, to be sweet. Yeah, you were like doing the thing, like, oh. Yeah, like, oh, great, Tupperware. No, I was like, sweet, I need this. did the same this. thing. Someone got us. Um, I don't like have I said, to save butter containers. Yay. Very few things kitchen-related were on our registry. Mm-hmm. One of the few things was is we had a couple containers that were just getting old. Like I said, we moved from 12, right. so we both had a, They were getting old, and someone bought us a little Pyrex set. Yes. And that is one of the better See, wedding gifts I we got because we need it. That like we're like yes, that's exactly what we need. We right. can throw this old shit away finally. <laughs> that will help. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget that. To me, that was so rude, so ignorant. And I think everybody in that room—it's like everybody was chatting and talking and laughing—and everything stopped. Yeah, that just puts a it. It was just like, like wow. Oh wow, that was cold. And so I'm just, I, my point is, it's not the price of the gift. It really isn't, people. No. I truly believe that. It's not the price of a gift. It's who's giving it to you. And I, I I just think you should be appreciative. And I don't think enough of these brides that you see on these shows and stuff no. are anywhere near being appreciative of what they have. They, they just want it. Better, bigger, more. Most of them are so rich and spoiled, they want it for the pictures and not yes, for the moment. Exactly. That was a big thing with us is we wanted a lot of pictures, mm-hmm. but we didn't spend money in the way it was created or our day itself because we wanted it to be that hangout feel. We wanted the memory of the day. And it's it's hard to remember everything on your wedding day. Oh, it sure is. So much is going on. Mm-hmm. But our goal was to hopefully remember as much as we could in a good way and have everyone that showed up that isn't stressing about every little right. detail remember everything because they got to enjoy themselves. Okay, that was my story, but I liked it. Damn, Man, that her. is crazy. <laughs> anyway.
Anyway, my last clip of the day is, if you remember last week, we kind of went on a rant at the beginning about baseball. Yes, we sure did. Well, that got me looking up a couple things about the future because, like, we were saying how, you know, in the next, well, then it was two weeks, in about a week, week and a half, we'll start the playoffs now. We're mm-hmm. a little bit closer. I, I wanted to look Be up a couple things about game. how people were doing, what were the ranks, what were exact scores, and sure. I was just kind of doing some fascinating things, but then I stumbled across this article okay. by a couple of sports analysts that said, and I kind of call it a baseball bash in a way, I don't know, I'm, I'm not creative some weeks, some weeks I'm great, <laughs> some weeks I'm not, but it was talking about every division's like cellar dweller and top, th- or top of their oh. division over the next three years, like yeah. basically the next three years, and their article went into more detail than what even I kind of took out of it. I just wanted like the Stiletors and Tops, Notice Feds, exactly. one of each. They actually took like 25 of, what is it, 31 or 33 in the MLB? 33. I think. I can't remember. I, okay. At any I should rate. probably know that. That's my, yes, anyway. really. <laughs> but they actually went through like 25 of the teams and just said like who can win over the mm-hmm. next three years, who won't win, but could, but won't. Right. Like, unfortunately, my Braves were in that category saying that they're good, but they won't win over the next three years, and then people that will be bottom of the barrel still. <clears throat> I wonder who that is. The Pirates were not on that list. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Because, and I keep trying to tell people this, and I'm not even a Pirates fan, I feel like I'm having to rep for them. <laughs> this, this poor team, everybody's so distraught of them, I'm repping for them, I don't even give a fuck about them, I'm a Braves fan. If anybody knows me, I'm a Braves fan to the core. But... They're not that bad. Like, they're going to end out about 500. Is that great? Is that something to brag about? No, I'm not trying to say no, go but brag for all those lean years fan. when we didn't even reach 500, I'm feeling good about it. The longest streak in history. About Shut 500. up. We didn't have to go through all that. Your story. Your story. 20 years, I think. Something like that. Like I said, <laughs> if I'm repping them, I'm going to get my hits in. So I shouldn't have to rep them. But all I'm trying to say is don't brag about them, but they're really not horrendous they're not like the bad news bears of baseball right now <laughs> no no they're there not. are some other teams that are way way out doing them in that Agreed. category so but i simply took one of every division that was like the top and the bottom okay. so we're going to start out in the al east okay and the one that's going to be continue to be a cellar that they're saying over the next three years is the tampa bay rays I'd have to agree with them. They're saying with all of their front office pillars that have left over the last year or two, because they had, I mean, they had a couple of really big names in their front office that stepped down or retired, and they're saying that the best they could ever do in the next three years. They have to find their meld again, and that's going to take a bit. Yeah, they're saying the best they could ever do in the next three years is third. Because I, mean, I don't even see him doing that, to be honest. No offense against. I like the Rays. I love baseball, but I just yeah, I don't mind don't, the Rays. Actually, I don't see them finding somebody who jails in with them that quick. No, and unfortunately, like, because they're people that are also in their division mm-hmm. that are good. Like, because aren't they in the same division as New York, the Yankees, and Boston? So those are two teams that are still going strong. We won't talk about like the days. best that they could possibly do. Winning for them over the next three years is going to be hitting third again. I guess. I'm like, yeah, hey, I we see your, like point. We right. weren't the bottom. Like, yeah, they're not going to do anything. Uh, and the top of that one of the over the AL East, sorry, is the Yankees that mm-hmm. does have the best in the AL East. Of they got my the favorite Series. player now, so we won't go there. They are already the most successful baseball team. 
in the history. <laughs> and I mean, I don't like Yankees. I really don't. The only reason I am not, not a Yankee fan. Can you tell? The only reason they're not my most hated team is because the St. Louis Cardinals still exist. Otherwise, they would be. <laughs> so I, I don't like the Yankees. But they do make valid points of them being the most successful team in history. And they are kind of a pitcher's nightmare right now with the amount of hitters that they have. Oh, they got... Like, no one can pitch against them right now because no matter how you pitch, somebody on their team can take you yard. They got the best guy in baseball right now. And Aaron Judge. Oh, my goodness. That kid... The best in baseball right now. is unfathomable. And I I always said I am not a Yankee fan in any way, shape, or form. But, God damn it, that kid's good. He's better than good. No, he is... He is great. He is one that you will remember. Yes. Moving over to the AL Central... The one that is probably going to continue to be a bottom feeder and a cellar dweller here kind of hurts because I just moved from out here is the Kansas City Royals. As someone who has personally seen actually quite a few Royals game while I was out there because (laughs) they were fairly close. The Kansas City Royals small market team isn't really good for keeping a team going because, I mean, you look at it, they just won their second World Series. But since then... Look at all those names that have left. Because other teams come around and go, hey, I want that one. That one's really good. I'll take them. And the Royals don't have the money to fight them. No, they don't have the payroll of the Yankees. They just don't. they're a small market team. So people see these big names, and they can't keep them. They cannot afford it. So other teams go, hey, I'll buy them. Look at Hosmer. Look at Lorenzo Cain. Look at all these big names that were pivotal in the World Series championship. Exactly. Are gone now. Are gone. People once uh, called the Pirates a major league farm team. I could and that's, definitely... That's, where, that's what the Royals remind me of. Yes. Because they had all mean? that talent that was right. so young. They had like one They like veteran. start them off good and then the other guys eat yeah, them up. Yeah, not the money there. Exactly. Like, we'll take them. They're good. Uh-huh. They're like, I know. Yeah. The Royals are like their scouting basin. Well, the best-looking one in the AL Central right now is actually the Indians. They have the best shot in the next three years to win a World Series. For real. Well, if you look, huh. two years ago, they came close to winning a World Series. Right. And since then, they've been on top of their division in the AL Central. They've won both years since then. Okay. And, okay. Well, I guess this year is not officially done, but they've already clinched right. it, I think. Yeah, they've already clinched I think they were the first one in the MLB this year to clinch their division, actually. I don't know if they were the first, they're but the first I do know they're their clinched. Because they just... In their division, they were on top. So they're saying that out of the AL Central, they have the best shot to okay. winning I, I it. I can see that, they I reckon. came close two years ago. They stayed on top, mm-hmm. and they've actually had the ability to keep a lot of their players. Just the way their contracts fell, they still have a lot of that same chemistry going on and strong. So All if right. they can find a couple extra things to click, they can kind of keep it going. In the AL West, the cellar dweller is probably going to be the Texas Rangers over the next three years. They're probably going to continue mm-hmm. there. They had the back-to-back World Series losses a few years ago, mm-hmm. and since then, they have lost every single piece yeah. of their team mm-hmm. that got mm-hmm. them there. Mm-hmm. So, And you haven't heard anything good about them since their losses in the World Series. No, you know that's what why I, mean? I said they had those back-to-back World, lo- World yeah. Series losses. And, then and you haven't just... heard a good thing since. And I mean, no offense, there's four teams in there that are decent. And that fifth team that I'm not mentioning is the Rangers. In the AL Central, there is not, or AL West, sorry, is, is the Rangers. They're just, they're going to suck. Uh, the one that has the best shot in the AL West is actually the Seattle Mariners. 
Okay. Which I kind of shocked me until I started reading. And I start remembering that they have been a solid team. They've been quietly solid. I always have a soft spot for the Mariners because I was a huge Ken, Ken Griffey, Griffey fan. Yeah. I so. see that. But they are young. They're strong. They're a consistent team. And I think they would have a wild card shot at winning the World Series. I think if they win the World Series in the next three years, that they're going to come in as a wild card into that World Series and win it. That would be awesome, actually. I, I, I would happening. like that. I would like to see that. Moving over to the much better league, the National League. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little partial. I have some teams in the NL. The NL is where it's at. Uh, in the NL East, which is the best one, is the Celestial of the Miami Marlins. Their last hope was Stanton, and now he's gone. So they have. I mean, the Marlins. I don't even know if they can make it as a team. Let alone as something other than a cellar dweller right now. Have you ever watched the Marlins lately? It's uh, yeah. funny to watch a Marlin game because every person that comes up to bat, you're like, ooh, I wonder who this guy is. Let's see how he's doing. Every person. Yes. <laughs> they had one solid person in Stanton. Right. And he's gone. You're like, ooh, I don't know this they guy. Have, Let's see how he is. And what's sad is we oh. see him in a home game. <laughs> they don't even air much because there's zero attendance. Uh, yes. Their attendance is... Well, they Probably don't even the have, the like... if not one of the worst. They I would agree with that. They are horrible attendance, and they have yes, a poor fan do. base. You see, even your Pirates, I mean, we give your Pirates They've shit almost for being bad. lost their team right after they had started, like a few years after they started because of low attendance. So they've never had good attendance. No, that's why I said I know we like to pick on your Pirates and give them shit because they do hold the record for, you know, under the under 500 for whatever, the longest. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But they always at least had a <laughs> fan base with them. Mm-hmm. Like, you still seen... People wearing Pirates gear. Yeah. When's the last time you saw someone wearing something that said the Marlins? Uh, it's just maybe not a some thing. homeless guy who got the shirt for free. It's just not a thing. They don't even have like a picture that's okay that no, you might have heard of. They don't. They, they, they have nothing. nobody. They no. have nothing. They I'm are the sorry, epitome well. of cellar dweller <laughs> right now in the MLB. Uh, the best one with a shot is the Philadelphia Phillies, which it pains me okay. to say, but I also realize it's going to pain me to say no matter who we mention in the NL East that are not the Braves. It could be the Nationals. Could be the if it's not the Braves, it's going to pay me to say right, they right. have the best shot. But standing back and looking, they really do because they've had a slow rebuild. And one of the big things they were talking about the Braves not being able to win is because it's just went from last to first. Right. And they said it's going to make them peter out so quick. And the Phillies kind of did the opposite. They've had this really slow rebuild. No one has noticed them rebuilding because it's just been steadily picking one at a time, rebuilding and creating this this strong team. And now they have these really strong hitters in their lineup, and they have upgraded their pitching rotation, which is what really hurt them a couple years back when they fell. I think it was in a wild card game. I can't remember if they were in the wild card or right beforehand. I don't know. I'm, I can't remember in my head, but I'm sorry. I'm listening pitching. to you, but I am desperately trying to think of who their big guy is. And it's just not coming to me. But they just, with that slow rebuild, they're saying that they have the best shot. And I think, uh, like, they have Jake Arrieta. Okay. He's a really big name. Yes, That's yes, them. he is. I mean, you have Carlos Santana. That's who I was thinking um, of. Okay, forget it. Hoskins, Herrera, oh. Nola. So they do have okay. some. They do have some names, but I think yes. that's what's actually going to make them good is the fact they don't have any one 
superstar. Super guy. They just have they a have whole a lot really of good guys. Team. Right. Okay, uh, but Santana was who I was thinking of. Okay. okay. In the NL Central, so yours, we're going to hop over to y'all. The one that's going to be the cellar dweller the most is the Reds. Okay. I'm okay they with that. are, in my opinion, the strongest division, like we were talking about last week. You know, uh, yes. So they already have one strike. Mm-hmm. And Votto's old. I love Joey Votto, but mm-hmm. he's old. He is. He he's is for sports, yes. Decline. Like, no, yeah, not not in his actual ages. Only. No. He is no, no longer I agree with you. that rookie sophomore year. He's past that stride. Era. I still think he's good, but I and agree with you. he is good, but he's getting past his stride. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, they have zero prospects in the Reds. Oh, wow. There is no one in the Reds that is an up-and-comer. And so, I mean, with him getting older and older and, you know, coming closer and closer to end, there is right. no one to back him. They have no strengths currently, so there's no one on their team now that's a superstar that wow. that's their strength that they're building around. And he's going to be the next Joey. And they have no prospects, so they we really— We got this new pitcher on the Pirates. You, I can't think of his name right now. It eludes me. But trust me, look it up. You will remember this guy's name. Go ahead. Okay, that's good to hear. But they were saying that's their big problem. That mm-hmm. You can only ride one person so long. He's older. Exactly. And there's exactly. no one around him. Uh, the best one in the NL Central is the Cubs. They have the best shot of winning the World Series. I definitely see that, yes. Because since they won, they mm-hmm. have lost some players that were crucial parts. They have, but, but they, they've also gained I was just more talent. That, but they've also gotten Unlike some Unlike the other ones that are losing it and they're not getting anything mm-hmm. back, they've been making these even trades and slowly climbing right. further and further up. And they're a well-rounded team. Mm-hmm. And the article I was reading put something really interesting in my head that's saying they have dynasty potential. That Ooh. the team they have now has the potential to become a dynasty and win a couple in of the next row. World Series. Nice. So I thought that's really nice uh-huh. to watch out for. They do have a good team. They have a good it's pitching, well-rounded. good defense. It really good, is. They're there's just no, good. there's no weakness that you uh-uh. can pick at them at. And then finally, in NL West, uh, we have the Cellar Dweller as the Padres. They have Hosmer, who is a former Royal, like I was talking about earlier, and Myers, and that's it. They have no other talent besides them. And unfortunately, while those two are great and they're performing well and they're they're meeting expectations. They have no one else. They have no pitchers behind them. They have, they have nothing else. Their biggest win over the next three years, in my opinion, is if they can hit the 50-60 wins they hit this year, which is surprising that they hit that many. And I think if they can hit it again in the next three years, that is going to be their biggest goal. And getting rid of that damn brown on the uniform. Well, okay, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> and the one with the best shot in the NL West is the Colorado Rockies. Really? They have MVP status people in their infield, their outfield. There's probably three or four people that are all MVP candidates between their Get in and outfield. Out. Aren't the Dodgers in that league? Uh, I believe so, actually. That's who I thought you were going to say. No, huh. I mean, the D-backs are in their league, I know, in the NL West. And they're another one that's solid and really up-and-coming strong. Okay, okay. But I, I chose like the it. Rockies as the best shot because here's the reason. They are the best young team out there, in my opinion. Out of all, the, they are so young and so strong with all these candidates. I think if they can keep them because they're young, that the Rockies have a really good shot. I could see that. In my mind, if I'm being perfectly honest, the best playing team to me is the Cubbies. 
I could believe that. I mean, like I they said, they really are. When they, when I was reading the article, they were talking about they're dynasty fun to potential. watch. I started thinking it's about a good them. I'm game like, all the time. They're right. They do have that dynasty potential. Like you said, it's fun to watch. They are. They're fun to watch. I'm a Bucko fan, but they're fun. Damn it. No, I, I, I will never go anything but Braves. Braves are my, my heart and soul. But the Cubs are fun to watch. They're very well rounded. But that was my little. I just. I like liked I said, it. I started. I liked it. We should start a sports podcast. We went on that rabbit trail yesterday, and yeah. it just made me start thinking about it and going on, and it made me want to do more in the baseball because it's just starting to hit up that time, and I'll be in a hockey mood here soon too. And oh yeah, baby, so, there'll be all kinds of stuff coming ooh, on. Ooh, I'll try not penguins. to keep it too sportsy for you. Go I know penguins. we try to keep it well rounded, <laughs> but which speaking of sports, did you see? Because I've been watching a little bit of. Like, who's coming up for the Super Bowl because it's in Atlanta this year, which, while I'm not a huge fan of American football, mm-hmm. I can't sit down and watch a whole game. I get bored. I do always secretly root for my Falcons because they're my Georgia team. And I do, like, check in, like, oh, hey, how are they doing? What is their, you know, they win, they lose. And that's about as far as I go, if I'm being honest. I couldn't tell you really any great if stats. I couldn't go into history of them. I'd watch a college football game any day over pro. I love college football. I do that with my Bulldogs, but again, I still don't like the sport because it's not the teams or the league. It's mm-hmm. the sport just does not capture my attention like hockey Understood, and baseball yes. do. So they're more, football is more of that sport that I look at my Bulldogs records, which they're doing great this year. I look at my Falcons records, and that's about as far as I go. I just go check like, oh, hey, how are they doing? Is there any right. big story dealing with them? But the uh, Super Bowl is going to be in Atlanta this year. Maroon 5 is going to play the halftime show. Nah, I like I that. Like Maroon 5. Yes, I like them. So I think that's cool. Although I am honestly really shocked because there's a lot of big name people from Georgia and the Atlanta region. Oh yeah, oh to gosh. To put Maroon yes. Five out there, like that shocked me. I guess you it have is who it is. Ludacris, who oh, plays yeah. for the Bulldogs at least once a year, exactly because he's such a big supporter of the Bulldogs and Falcons. Both. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you have all that. If you wanted to go country, you have oh god, yes. country acts there. There, you can go. The rap act is super, super strong in the Atlanta region. You know, when they book the musical act, though, do they already know where it's being played at that time? It sounds I like because they just announced Maroon Five. Okay, so then yeah, I would think they do. You're right. I don't okay. know how long they do it before they announce. I don't. I just, yeah. No, no, no. But it's kind of interesting because I was on the yeah. sports topic there. A lot of big names in Atlanta. Hot yeah, Atlanta, by the way. That's why I said I was surprised that they didn't pick a local you know, or more local. Because there's a lot of big names that you could choose that are huge in the right. industry right now. Right. But I'm still excited for Room 5. I still like Oh, them. yeah. I like them myself. I like Adam Levine. I hope that my voice wasn't too terrible. I know this podcast actually went a little long <laughs> this week. You did really good on your sniffling and coughing. Like I said, I know it slipped a few times. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I know we went a little bit longer, so I'm sorry if my voice was absolutely horrendous this entire little over an hour. <clears throat> But thank you, as always, for listening. Oh, yes, yes, I yes. still had fun. Yep, 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 I yep, had yep. a blast talking through these stories. Please go find us on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do post some links up, like I said earlier. Uh, I'm going to try the email again. Give us a shout-out. Say, email, hey, this is what I think. I'm going to try the email one more time, and it is relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Notice Yay. I said it in the right order that time. Uh, but Our dog like you said, singing for us. Like you said... Go ahead and give us a shout out. Oh, yeah. Please, we love that communication. And you come across a cool story. Tell us about it, man. And hopefully, travel will be well this week. Yeah. Hold up, because next week, there's going to be a very exciting thing happening, and I'm, I'm stoked for it. 
So make sure you're listening because next week there's going to be a surprise on the episode surprise, again. There's going to be a, surprise. a big change happening and a big, uh, not a change, not an overall change. No, no, no A no, new no. thing happening for the yes. episode that I'm pretty excited about. So yep, make yep, sure you check yep, us out yep. next week. I hope you enjoyed. Give us a shout out. Rate us five stars mm -hmm. on iTunes. We have said that a little bit. That super helps us. Yep. You have no idea how much that helps us. Amen. So go ahead and rate us five stars. Please give us some feedback out there. We want to listen to you. We want to talk back. And remember, as big pet lovers, like we were just listening to the dog there, <laughs> spay and neuter your pets, help control the population of the pets, and, and some, of some of your relatives. relatives too. <laughs> yeah, like, there's probably a lot.